Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and you're listening to American Polly. In this podcast, we will discuss intimate topics that highlight ethically non-monogamous lifestyles. We're your hosts, and we're so excited you're joining us on this adventure. Our podcast covers sexually explicit material and is meant for mature audiences only. So please, if you're a minor, navigate to a more appropriate podcast. Neither of us are licensed professionals, just average Joes, and our opinions should be taken as such. If you find our podcast interesting, please like and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website at American-Polly.com, where you can check out our blog, ask questions, leave comments, or view our merchandise. Now please, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm Julie, and welcome to American Polly. Tonight's episode is all about going stag, lifestyle events without your partner. Joining me from afar tonight is Mr. Matt. Hello, everyone. He is not able to be here in the recording studio with me, but he is joining us remotely. I am, and it's so exciting to be here tonight because, you know, we still want to bring you guys quality content of things that are going on in our lives and things that we're dealing with as a couple and things that we're dealing with within our relationship and kind of share those things with you. Yeah. Yeah. So I apologize in advance if the sound quality for Matt is not fabulous, but it's his own damn fault for not being here. So sorry. It is my own damn fault. And I tell you what, I felt the bus. I felt the bus. Did you? Did you feel did. all the wheels? <laughs> I did. Every single one of them. Aw, poor baby. <laughs> and then I heard the, the air brake stop after it passed over me. Like, did I just hit something or did it just like, uh, no, never mind. It could have been going. worse. It could have backed over you. It's true. It could have backed over me, but that might be later because I think it's just paused right now. <laughs> You're in Goober. <laughs> so tonight we are going to talk to you guys about an event that I had gone to once um, where I went without Matt. I think this comes yes. up. There, this does come up for people sometimes because, you know, we all lead super busy lives. And as much as we always want to be able to go with our partners to things, sometimes situations come up where one person can go and the other can't. Yeah, now this happened to us, and we were planning to go together. Um, something came up for me where I wasn't able to attend. I had to stay in town. Um, Julie was able to go to the event, and she, luckily we had some super, super close friends um, go with her, so she wasn't going technically. She wasn't going alone, but that was the beautiful thing about it is because she actually got to go with friends, but she was not there with me. Right. And we we had tons of discussion ahead of time about how she was feeling and how I was feeling about it. So to give our listeners a little bit of background on that, I kind of gave Julie my blessing. I said, go have fun. Go if you meet some a couple or if you meet an individual and you you know you feel comfortable enough and you want to play then you have my blessing to play. So I didn't want to hold her back. I didn't want her to go and not be able to have fun and not be able to kind of experience the event 
without me being there. And I, I'm kind of curious, Julie, what was that like for you? And how was that different? Well, there's a bunch of different questions I actually have. How was it like when we were discussing that and I kind of said, hey, I want you to go have fun. I want you to do your thing. You know, I know I can't make it and, you know, it's unfortunate, but, you know, how was that for you? How did you, how how were you perceiving that? So at first I I didn't even want to go. I I was like, no, if you're not going to go, I'm not going to go. And then our friends were going and I was like, well, I I do kind of want to see them and spend time with them. And so, you know, and Matt encouraged me. He's like, you should go. He's like, even if you don't play with anyone else, even if you just to our friends and our group and and we knew some other couples that were going to be there at this particular thing he encouraged me to go ahead and have fun and not hold back you know and so it was a little hard for me to make that decision to go mainly because I am always super careful that I'm thinking everything through that I'm considering you know where I'm at and where Matt is at in our relationship and making sure that I don't do anything to jeopardize us or to um, stress our relationship in, in a way that would be hard on it or be detrimental to us. So I know that he was being super positive about go have fun, but at the same time I was like, it's not going to ever be as much fun without him there because he's my partner. So to to preface this a little bit, this is the first time ever that you've gone to something by yourself and I wasn't able to attend. Right. Yeah. Since we've been together, this was the first time I'd ever done anything um, that had not included you. And it was a little sad, actually, a little bit for me and a little bit kind of just... uh, nostalgic a little maybe not nostalgic i don't know what the word is melancholy maybe because i wanted you to be there so did you have that feeling the whole time or was that just leading up to going to the event that was really mostly a lot of it was leading up to going Mm -hmm. and once i was there and in the mix and hanging out with people that we knew and hanging out with our friends it was better I still really missed you and I still, and I was super glad that we were able to keep in touch that whole weekend um, Uh by text. Like Matt was really on top of checking his messages and replying back and making sure that I was okay and that I was having a good time. That really mattered. We we actually did get to talk a little bit on the phone. We did. Yeah. Briefly. We did a couple of times too. So that helped too, because I didn't feel so disconnected from you. I think if I ever was going to do that by myself and it was a situation where I wouldn't be able to reach you, that would have been even harder because I, there's just something so supportive about having your partner know what's going on and like being involved in what's happening that they, you feel that connection. You feel that tether a little bit. Absolutely. I mean, I think just being there and sharing the experience is what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was harder to get, but not impossible. And that, you know, keeping in touch with each other really made that happen. So, and we did talk about our personal boundaries, like before we went, you know, Matt's like, you know, make sure you're being safe. Um, And when he says that, I know that he doesn't just mean, you know, like safe play, he means personal safety. So that's kind of a big deal. And then um, we kind of talked about like, our other boundaries and rules before we went or before I went, what we would expect to happen. We have really, really good open communication. So 
everything that I did, everyone that I talked to or kissed or played with that weekend, I made sure that I shared with him so that he would know what was going on. So I didn't want, not only did I want to not feel disconnected from Matt that weekend, I didn't want him to feel disconnected from me. Because, you know, when you're the person who can't be having the fun at the event, then you're like, well, what's Julie doing there without me? You know? Right. I mean, it was really good to hear and stay in touch with you and be like, hey, I'm going to a meet and greet now. Hey, we're going to go. We're going to go out to dinner. We're going to go. Hey, I'm going with this couple. You know, and it was nice to know, too, that we had friends there and we had other we had other couples that we knew. It was really cool to hear that, you know, the couple of different people that you talked to and kind of their feedback on like, you know, hey, where's Matt at? Why isn't he here? But you were missed. Yes, that yeah. I was missed. So that kind of, I mean, it was nice to know that there were actually people there that knew that we were a couple, too. Yes. And that, you know, hey, where's your other half at? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I mean, so that kind of like, it, that kind of made me feel better that I, you know, that we were recognized that way and that that there were people there that knew that you were there by yourself. Yes. And the thing is, though, like when I so when I got there to this particular event, I remember the first night they gave me they so they do wristbands. Right. And they had given me a wristband. And since I paid as a single lady, they gave me a single lady wristband. So what was that like for you when they did that? Did you know that it was a single person's? I didn't pay any attention. At all. Like, there were a bunch of people checking in. I I paid. I I remember him sticking the thing on my wrist, and that was the end of that. And so I really didn't pay attention until I got to the first event, and the woman at the door looked at me, and she looked down at my hand. And I had on, um, like, a little sleeveless dress, and so, you know, you could see my wristband, obviously. And she looked down, and she said, oh, we're so glad girls like you come. And I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, well, did you know what she was talking about when you... It took me a minute. It took me a minute. And then I was thinking, oh, she thinks I'm a unicorn. So what kind of feeling did that bring on to you when you realized and you kind of put two and two together? What kind of things were going through your head at that point? I mean, it's sometimes... I know a lot of women think that it's really flattering to be thought of that way. But for me, it just makes me feel like I'm for sale. Really? Yeah, it's just not a very comfy feeling for me. And maybe because I've been a unicorn in the past, I was like, um, I'm, I'm actually partnered, but he's not here tonight. And it kind of made me feel very disconnected from having a partner, not disconnected from you. Like, I know that you're in my pocket. I know, I know I have you. Like, I know I have you like right there on my phone. I know I have you like connected to me. Right. But it made me feel like they didn't know that. Sure. So that was a hard way to, that was a, that's not a very good explanation of that at all. <laughs> so did it feel like you were more, and I really hate to use this term in it. And it's a really, it's a very, it's a very bad term and I don't like to use it, but I mean, I think in this instance, did you kind of feel like you were there on display and just kind of like being singled out for being a single woman there oh like a whole circus monkey thing yeah i mean more or less i guess i mean yeah no totally yeah i can totally see that and i could tell yeah exactly it it does make you feel like that it makes you feel like you're being targeted in a good way or in a bad way well for me that would be kind of like a bad way because i don't really want to be targeted like that 
So, well, I mean, I, I'm sure for our listeners, though, that there are single women out there that have that desire to be sought after and kind of chased, mm-hmm. if you will. And, oh, and yeah, you know, if you want to feel that, then definitely go as a single woman to a, a swingers event because there you go, right? But for you, in, your, in this instance, though, when you were at the event, you didn't want that, though. No. And I didn't realize that there was a difference in the band, so... The next day, the next morning, I went back and I was like, can I get a, the other color? Now, can you tell our listeners a little bit about that and what that kind of... Now, you didn't talk to the gentleman that put your wristband on. You I actually didn't. talked I to didn't. somebody else. I did. And I kind of, I told them and I said, you know, I really don't like having this particular color wristband because I'm technically partnered. My partner just couldn't come. And I said, I feel like this really singles women out and really puts them on display and he was like oh we always give women the option you should have been given the option and I was like oh no they just they just gave me one and he apologized and was like oh we're so sorry and you know we always want people to have we always want you know the ladies that come alone to have the option of saying that they're coupled and he's like that should have been extended to you when you checked in so in the future let me ask this question. In the future, if you were to go to an event without me, would you go as a single lady again or would you go as a partnered person? I would go as a partnered person just because I don't want to give people the idea that, I mean, you and I are in this together. And my goal, if I were to go to an event like that, would be to network and meet couples that we would end up being friends with and playing with together. I'm not looking for you know, threesome experiences where I am a third for a couple. Sure. Um, And I felt like it was false advertising. So let me ask you this. So do you feel like you were approached more without me or were you, do you feel like it's kind of like a same, the same mix where you were approached? We were, we would, we would have been approached equally. Or do you think it's easier for single women at a swingers event I mean, oh, I, I think they get two, approached a lot more. I, I was that's kind of a twofold question, I guess. I mean, like if I was actually there with you, do you think we would have met as many people, or do you think you, as a single woman, would be able to meet more people by yourself? I think that it's. I think that there are so many couples at these events that are looking for single women to play with that mm-hmm. I did get approached a lot for that, but. They weren't the kind of couples that you and I would approach or want to be approached by because that's not what they're looking for. So it's really hard to separate the two because, like it, like I said, it's kind of false advertising with the fact that I wasn't there for that. So it's really hard to say. But I do think that from what I've noticed, single women do get approached quite a bit because even couples that are looking for other couples are often looking for a unicorn, too. So they're like, yeah, we're looking for, you know, couples or single ladies. I feel bad for the, what do they call the blue fish in the room? Blue fish are like the single guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember we had that whole conversation a couple podcasts ago about what we call single guys. And we were like matadors and all these other words. They're called blue fish. Why? Well, I just call them creepy. 
Right. Well, they're not all creepy. Some of them are nice. Don't be I know, but we've been, a, we've been in an event before where we were in the pool, and it was like I don't know what I don't know what time it was. It was after midnight, and you know there were a lot of people, other people in the pool, but there were there was quite a few single guys just like lurking around the edge of the pool. There were like some lurkers, were, yeah. Yeah, were. I mean that just kind of creeps me out a little bit because you know I don't. I mean it just it for me it's a little creepy. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I get I it. Get the, I get it. I, I get that there's single guys out there, and it's a struggle for single guys to get into the lifestyle. I, I, I understand all that. I, I want to know why they're called blue fish. Maybe because they're aggressive. Bluefish are naturally aggressive. Bluefish are a thing? They're actually, there's a thing called bluefish, yes. That's like a real thing. Like it's an animal. Thing. Like Or like a you, fish. Like a real fish. Yes, it's a bluefish. I did they're not aggressive. know this. Yeah, you can Google it. Oh, I yeah. should have Googled it first. Yeah, they're they're actually kind of aggressive. Do you know why I thought they were called blue? Because of their balls. Yes, I'm like, oh, if they're not getting laid, then they're blue. <laughs> <laughs> I really leave did. It to, leave it to Julie, folks. Leave it to Julie. <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, they're not getting, they're not getting, you know, to have to play. So they obviously have blue balls. So that's why. Yeah. No, I, I, mean, I just I just wonder though if it's for you personally. Is it more of a was it kind of a turnoff to be approached that much, or was it flattering? At that particular event, it was flattering. But I have been at events before where it was a huge turnoff. Hmm. I was in I was in an event. There's a little bit about like what that was like for you to, at this particular event. Okay. No, not. Not once yeah, before. I mean, so at this yeah. particular event, everyone that was interested that way. Once I told them I was partnered, they were like, oh, well, do we get to meet him too? So it wasn't just like, oh, well, you're partnered. Okay, never mind. Thanks anyway. I didn't run into any of that. So I think for this event, it was more like we want to play with single women, but we also want to play with, you know, really cool couples too. So it didn't feel that way. I gotcha. But in the past, it has been, so. Yeah. So I noticed that, like, on... There's uh, on one of the websites that we are on, there seems to be a lot of very new people that want to explore the lifestyle. So as a single individual, would you recommend going to an event like this to kind of explore the lifestyle? Or what would you recommend as a single woman? the best way to kind of get into the lifestyle and discover it, or even not even a single woman so much, but maybe even a couple too. So I think these events are, I mean, events like that were fun. I think that they're a great way to get into the lifestyle. It's kind of a lot because like, I mean, I remember back to this particular event and it was a weekend event. So there's an event on Friday. There's an event on Saturday day. There's another event Saturday evening. And by Sunday you have been up, Like you've gotten like eight hours of sleep in the last like 72 and you're exhausted and you're probably hungover and you're probably have the sex hangover as well. And so you're kind of like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) And it's exhausting. So, so, you know, I, I know for, I can speak for us. I mean, I know that it takes me usually a day or two to get back into reality. Um, right. So to speak, because this is when we go to these events, it's like no other. Right. It's like kids very, in Candyland. Um, I wouldn't say that so much. I would just say that it's it's just not reality. 
because everybody is there for one single purpose and that's just to meet people and you know if you hook up with people or if you get the chance to play with people that's great if you don't that's fun too but it's just a lot of meeting and talking and sexual tension and uh, nudity there's a lot of craziness do you remember the one particular event we went to where there was a group of like 20 people utterly completely naked as the day they were born running through the hallways of the hotels remember remember? like every floor yeah, and writing that well, this this was a, a complete hotel takeover that yeah. we were at, and they were actually on the elevator going up and down the floors as a group, and I mean, it, it, you could hear them on the floors above you. Oh yeah. On mm-hmm. the elevator, and then as the elevator came down, you're like, "What in the world is going on?" And the elevator door opens, and there's 20 people on the elevator, and they're uh, yeah, they're just as completely naked, naked. They, they were, yeah, and just streaking they, through the hotel. No, they weren't even streaking; they were kind of sashaying. They were, they were sashaying. <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. It was crazy. Like it I'm was. just, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little. I don't want to think that I'm a prude, but man, <laughs> that was I mean, fun. I don't picture you and I streaking, or not streaking, but just like being on an elevator completely naked. I got news for you, baby doll. I am not running naked anywhere because I am not 20 and things jiggle. They just jiggle. Well, there were no 20-year-olds on this elevator. <laughs> I'm trying to picture you running through the halls naked. And all I can just picture is a certain part of you just bouncing with the running. And I pay for that business. Would you? I would, baby. (laughs) You want to try it? You want to try it out? (laughs) How much money are we talking about here? (laughs) That's a good question. (laughs) So, So, yeah, I think going was fun. I do wish you'd been there. I think that for me... I'll go occasionally, maybe if you can't go, but I don't ever want it to be something I do normally because it just it just wasn't the same. I just oh, felt I like I mean, I, I really wish I could have been there too. You know, unfortunately, I had the situation uh, come up where I could attend, but you know, I think that for I, I think that once in a while, like if one of us can't attend, I think it's fine if the other one goes. Yeah. But I mean, I think too, though, as a single woman, or you know, as a woman, it's easier to approach couples and have couples approach you than it is as, as a single male. Because I definitely, feel like, yeah, I think the single guys in the room were really struggling. So. Well, I think they always do, right? I, I want to get kind of back to our conversation a little bit. And kind of talk about your experience. So you went to the meet and greet uh, Friday night. Mm -hmm. Can you kind of tell our listeners a little bit about that? Because it was actually off-site from where it was. It was kind of weird because it was at a restaurant. So when I got there, there were still like regular average vanilla people eating dinner. (laughs) So there were, like, patrons at the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And it was, like, a situation where after a certain time, it was, like, not open to the public and it was lifestyle only. But they weren't, like, escorting anyone out. They were waiting for these tables to kind of naturally get up and leave. So there was probably a good hour, hour and a half um, between when we, like, lifestyle people started arriving and when the last of the vanilla people were out the door. 
it was a little difficult to like work the room. Like usually I'm all so, over. Could you tell? I mean, when no, no, because there were like so, couples. There was a band playing, and there were like couples sitting in booths, and you're like, okay, are they lifestyle or are they vanilla? Because the last thing I want to do is walk up and be like, hello, I'm Julie, to somebody who's not lifestyle, because they're gonna be like okay and i'm either going to totally make their day or they're going to think i'm the weirdest fucking girl in the world so <laughs> well, I mean, you would make my day if you came up and did that I but, know. <laughs> right but yeah i was really nervous about approaching anyone because i was like i, I don't know which of these people are which it's not like you're wearing a badge or something so sure now was that was that for do you feel like everybody I mean, I know obviously you can't speak for everybody, but was that kind of your perception of... It really of, was. Like, for the first hour and a half that I was there, people didn't mingle much. And uh, you could tell that everyone was, like, sticking to their own table and kind of looking around the room. And I think we all had the <laughs> same... <laughs> so, I, I wasn't there, so I'm just picturing in my head, like, all of the... Like, this entire restaurant filled with people, and everybody's just kind of looking at each other going, are you one? Are you with us? Or are you not with us? Are you know you with how us, um, they show those, like, animal safari things where all the different animals are around, like, the little oasis water thing, and we're all looking at each other, like, who are you? Oh, who are you? Are you tasty? I'm not sure. Are you tasty? That's kind of what it was. It was. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it it should have been like something, I mean, it should have been something where you had a sticker or something, you know? Right? And you're, yeah, well, I mean, you know, we like... had the wristbands, but then you have people that take them off or have on long sleeves or, you know, put them in stupid places or whatever. But, yeah. you know, you can't count on that. Right. I don't maybe next, feel like I don't know. Maybe we can. Maybe you should talk to, to the people who are hosting and be Tell like, them, "Hey, we all need badges <laughs> or some kind of stickers." A hello, my name is you right. know, Julie and mm -hmm. Matt. Yeah, it was a little hard, so I didn't approach. And the couple that I went with, the, the people that are in our quad with us, they were like, "Oh, we can't wait to see you do your magic, Julie." And I was like, "Well, um." The magic's going to have to wait a couple hours because I am not, <laughs> walking up to these people and being like, hello, I'm Julie. And they're like, yeah, we're Sharon and Bob and we're not into you, lady. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, are you with the restaurant people? What is and and my manager? apologies to all the Sharons and Bobs out there. You guys are all wonderful. I love you all. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just, it was a weird setup. And there was a band playing and a lot of people were watching the band. And so you could totally be there on a date having drinks and dinner and then stay and watch the band. And that would be normal. And that would be a vanilla couple just sitting there watching the band and you wouldn't yes, know who the heck they were. Exactly. So it was really difficult. And uh, that kind of made it harder to mingle for the first little while that we were there. Right. So I know for us, I mean, I know events that we've been at in the past, it's usually been closed to the public or, you know, it's been like, hey, this is lifestyle only or we're at actually a venue or a place that's lifestyle only. So you know that everybody is there. Do you ever wonder... Is what the regular Joes think of when somebody, when they, okay, so like say you're walking up to a place and the like person at the door says, this is a lifestyle event. Do you ever wonder if they think like, 
what lifestyle are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's funny, though, because, you know, a couple of the, I mean, that is a very generic term. It is. And, you know, it does make me wonder occasionally to the people who are not in the lifestyle. Yeah. What that kind of What does that mean to you? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, you know, and I think it's funny, too, that... It, you know, if you put a pineapple, like, in your shopping cart at the grocery store, yeah. and you walk around the grocery store, it's supposed to mean that you're in the lifestyle or whatever. But, I'm missing out on this. I'm not doing that, Matt. Well, I mean, I just wonder, too, like, if you get the, like, little old lady, grandma, <laughs> pineapple in her cart. <laughs> <laughs> not to say that there's anything wrong with the little old lady grandma that puts the pineapple in her cart. But, you Knock know, yourself I'm not out, right, baby? <laughs> I'm not going to approach her and be like, hey, my name is Matt, and I see you have a pineapple. (laughs) Oh, but I would so pay money for that, Matt. I really would. That is so much entertainment. Come on, darling. I I would even be willing to trade some favors for that business. I would not. Nope, nope. Oh, damn it. Nope, sorry, that's not gonna happen. Look, ladies and gentlemen, he teases me all the time. He says, Look, look at this would be so great. And I'd be like, Yeah, baby, do it, do it. And he's like, Nope. You're a tease, Matthew. I am not I'm not a tease. Ugh, the worst. Nope. Sorry, that's <laughs> just no. Nope. So I did want to talk one thing really you know, before we get too far off our outline. Because we get off schedule. We get off our outline all the time. I wanted to talk about so Consider the way before any before any of our listeners ever decided to do what we did and, you know, me go by myself or you go by yourself to an event. I would I would caution them to consider when you play with a couple and you're both into it and you're both present and it's a swap. How do you feel after? How do you feel when you normally play? Do you feel like you want to reconnect with your partner? Do you feel like you want to be watching your partner? Do you ever feel like those little twinges of jealousy or those little twinges of envy or like those little twinges of insecurity that come up? Because I can tell you from experience at this event, all of those little feelings that are sometimes just like the smallest, tiniest little hiccup in your mind are suddenly like mountains. So iron all of those out. If you need that reconnect, if that's critically important to you after play, you're going to need it every bit as much and you're going to yearn for it when you don't get it afterwards. If you go to an event and you're playing with other people, just keep those things in mind of how you feel when you normally play, when you have a situation where you're with your partner and you're swapping with another couple and everything is going smoothly but think about how you feel after and then make sure that you can handle that if you're going to go to an event by yourself because that's what's going to crop up. Yeah, now, so we talked about that a little bit before you even left. We did. We did because I'm a big reconnect person. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's important for me too. And I think that, um, I think for most people though, that most couples, um, I think there is some sort of a reconnect thing that they do, right? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, even for our friends, there's there's a reconnect afterwards. Like either even if it's talking about it the next day, or just being close to your partner, going to or, bed that night together. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, and maybe it's not even that. Maybe it's just like, hey, you know, I need to talk to you about things that happened the night before, mm-hmm. and just taking that five ten minutes or however long, or just having some quiet time together and kind of like sharing what happened the night before or uh, you know hey this happened and I know you were there but you were kind of involved with you know the other person and just taking some time to kind of talk about things that happened and share those experiences with your partner and to be able to be present for them and to give them the space to talk about things that say hey this happened and it really wasn't comfortable or, hey, this happened, and it was phenomenal, and right. we need to try this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just, that is probably my biggest caution for ever going to an event by yourself, is to just make sure that you have that really good, open, honest communication happening in your relationship, and that you can be okay with the after. Because you can be okay with the beginning, okay getting there, okay with the flirting, and okay with the playing. But when it's all said and done and things are finished, know how you are after that so that you can make sure that you will be okay. Because for me, I always want Matt to be there after. I want to be able to cuddle him. I want to be able to snuggle him. I want to be able to look in his face and look in his eyes and know that we're still solid, that we yeah. we are good. So I want to tell our listeners a little bit of something that kind of transpired like on your way up there and then some things that happened. Um, I just want to give a brief synopsis of kind of some things that happened for you that really reassured me that you were going to be taken care of. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. we actually have a fr- we have some friends that were going to be there at the same event. The gentleman friend actually was texting Julie and kind of reassured her that said, hey, I know Matt can't be here this weekend. He said, you know, I will I will watch over you and make sure that nothing happens if anything goes on that, you know, just come and get me and everything, you know, I'll make sure that you go back to your room and everything is going to be okay. I'll make sure, you you know, that you're taken care of. So that was super reassuring to me. I know our friends were going with Julie and that was a reassurance, but to know that this other couple that was going to be there, that he was taking care of her too, that there were going to be eight set of eyes on you and know that you were going to be taken care of if you had any problems whatsoever that you could go to anybody and to be like, hey, I, I've got an issue. And then when you even when you got there, the hosts were more than accommodating and talked to you and mm-hmm. kind of so I knew that there were multiple people there that you if if anything would have come up then you got uncomfortable in a situation that you could have gone to anybody and basically been like, Hey, this is happening and I need somewhere safe to be. Can you walk me to your room to my room? Can you get me somewhere safe? Not that we've ever had a problem at any event whatsoever. No, we haven't. But there's always a first time, right? right. And, and it was just me, really nice to have that peace of mind. And I you know, I'm very grateful for, for the gentleman that the couple that was gonna be there that, that weren't traveling with you to know some of the things that he said and then some of the and, and even at the first meet and greet how you guys were kind of checking in with each other and knowing that you know he was kind of like hey are you okay and to know that 
he was there for you and and um, after the fact to know that that was going on spoke volumes for me and reassured me that you were okay that yeah. you that night even though I wasn't there that people were watching over you and that that made my anxiety and my comfort level with the whole situation just de-escalate to the point where I was like I was completely okay with you being there mm-hmm. I knew that our friends were there and I knew that obviously dropped it a, a tremendous amount my anxiety and, and quelled my comfort level um, completely but to know that the other couple that was there that they were there for you as well along with the host you know it just it just reassured me 100% that you were in a good environment yes and they were really careful about checking in with me and making sure that I felt comfortable um, I, I basically hung out with our quad and that other couple most of the weekend. And there were a few new faces that were in the mix and that was fun. And, and there was one evening when I was really exhausted and just tired. And the gentleman of that couple was like, I mentioned him. I'm like, I'm so I'm tired. I'm done. I want to go back to the room. And I, th- I think I'm going to go ahead and go and turn in. And he's like, I'll walk you down. And I'm thinking, yeah, sweetie, I'm, I'm like eight doors down. And he's like, no, I'll walk you down. Just because, you know, and and not like anyone is going to like jump out of their hotel room and like grab me or something. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not a lightweight. I'm not, I'm not easy to kidnap. (laughs) But the point is that he would take the time to do that. And I know that it wasn't looking back on that. I know that that wasn't just from my peace of mind. I think that it was like one of those unspoken guy bonds where he has said, I will make sure that she is okay to Matt and then he's not going to let Matt down. Right. Because he's given his word. So I think it was one of those things too. Well, I mean, and you know, I did, I, I, I mean, I, I wasn't able to speak to him, but I sent him a message and I did thank him, you know, for doing that. I mean, and that really speaks volumes to me about their character, Mm -hmm. you know, or his character. And, you know, I mean, I think these, in, in, lifestyle situations that goes a super long way not only for me but for you yes because that tells you who they really are right right mm-hmm. absolutely um, and, and it was a good uh, thing so, I, yeah it is it's it's refreshing to be able to meet people like that and to be able to meet and, and have people that you know even though i wasn't there i knew that you were taken care of and yes. i knew that you were safe and i knew that you no matter what happened that there were people there that were going to that we're going to watch out for you and to make sure that you were safe and secure and they weren't going to let anything, you get into a situation where you weren't going to be comfortable. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we've kind of covered that and, I, and I'm, I'm grateful for, for all the parties involved there. So well, let's talk about how the meet and greet went and kind of the feeling that you got and the vibe that you got from, from going and just kind of like we've we've talked about there was vanilla people there there's lifestyle people there what happened after most of or all of the vanilla people left so what was oh, it was like? more like a regular mingle everyone yeah. kind of came together the place was only open for a couple of hours after that because it got so late you could definitely tell that people were like connecting and hooking up but not really hooking up but like mingling and like starting to really 
let loose a little bit and kind of relax. And then as soon as that place closed, everyone went to a different bar that was like right across the street and that same vibe continued. And then that's kind of where you start to see people pair up and then you see them again the next day and they're talking. And because really, I mean, when it comes down to us, I think a lot of people like spontaneity at these events, but we also want to feel connected to the people that we play with. So you start to see people kind of like group up a little bit. Sure. So I want to I want to kind of interject just a second. And so for our listeners, the event that Julie had gone to, we had actually gone to before. We it's a different event, but it's run by the same people. And so a lot of these people had been going to this same event or these same the same group of people go to the these the same event for they've been going for a long time so there's a lot of people that know each other you know they've known each other for a couple of years or they've known each other for extended period of time and so some of these people you know they get to see each other throughout the year at these events so they're friends right right Yes, and you could um, tell that they all knew, they kind of all knew each other a little bit. Well, not everyone. There were new faces, but there are some people there that come to uh, come often, and you know that, ha they come often. <laughs> but they, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I can help it. <laughs> I feel like we need a... <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I got to get one of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, they, you could tell that they frequent the event and that they know each other. But then there was yeah. also a lot of fresh faces, too. So interesting. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. But so um, how did how did the night end for you that first night there? So you were there, and how did that first night end for you? Do you want to talk about that? Well, I mean, we hadn't seen our friends in a while, so <laughs> that night ended at about <laughs> five a.m. But <laughs> there was a lot of fun happening. <laughs> yeah. But as far as new people, I I did meet some new couples. I was able to explain that normally I have a partner, but he wasn't with me. And uh, I, I am going to get a lovely cardboard cutout of Matthew to carry along with me when I go. If I ever do this again, um, he'll be in, in his Hollywood pose, hopefully in boxer briefs, carrying a bottle of champagne. <laughs> wow. I got I got I've got a middle image of that. I think I need so, it above my bed. <laughs> It's a good one, people. It's good. <laughs> wow. It was it was better than I thought. And I met more people. When I left to go up, I told Matt, oh, I probably won't meet very many people. I probably won't play with very many people. I'm just going to hang out with our friends. And then I ended up meeting lots of couples. I ended up networking. I ended up talking about Matt for hours. I'm sure people are tired of hearing about it. And about how amazing he is and how talented he is and how he does this thing that I like yeah so I'm sure they were like okay lady <laughs> but uh it, I'm sure next time we go like you're the guy right that's what it's gonna be like she couldn't stop gushing about that <laughs> it did turn out better than I anticipated and would I go again without him I would if I I mean if the situation cropped up and I really wanted to but it's never going to be my preference so now the second night though now so you so yeah so the first night ended at 5 a.m and from for our listeners she did kind of lay low until the event of saturday <laughs> night 
I was tired. Uh, you, weren't, you weren't the only one that kind of laid low. From I was what a I tired girl. Our friends, our friends, and our our friends kind of laid low too. They were in. I think they were shell shocked. They were like, "What the fuck just <laughs> happened?" And I tried to warn them. And we get up yeah. the next day at like two p.m. and I was like, "Did y'all have fun last night?" And they're like. Yeah, yeah, we had a good time. And I'm like, good, because tonight is the exact same thing all over again, only on steroids. And they're like, the looks on their faces, the horror. So for our <laughs> listeners, and I don't know if we're repeating ourselves, but they had never been to an event. Yeah, they'd never done this before. Never. Ever. Ever. And so they were, this was like throwing them, when they say throwing them in the deep end, this was like throwing them in like, you know, the like, hundred foot ocean end of the pool <laughs> it was big so they were they were shell-shocked but they did so good so it was so i wish good. i could have been there seen their faces yeah it was a little shocking they were okay yeah. though they made it so they had the they had the really quick julie school of of uh, preparation yeah it includes so, glitter <laughs> <laughs> yeah, folks, if you ever meet us, Julie is the queen of glitter. I pretty much shed glitter when I walk. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Um, yeah, like Hansel and Gretel had the breadcrumbs, Julie has the glitter. Um, glitter girl. Uh, anyway, I digress. Um, what was the second night like for, for you? The second night was way more clicky because people had kind of paired up the first night. So you could really tell that there were lots of people who had, like, kind of started to form those bonds and, like, meet new people and, like, start hanging out and stuff. And when yeah. we were kind of guilty of the same thing because there was a couple, there were, like, two or three couples that we had met the first night. And so we were kind of doing the same thing. So we were guilty of it, too. There wasn't nearly as much mingly stuff on the second night as there was the first. Gotcha. Yeah, and it didn't so... tend to go as late. Um, people had pretty much, like... By 11 or midnight, everyone was kind of, like, picking who they wanted to kind of play with or be with or, like, maybe hang out with. Even if you're just going up to your rooms to hang out or if you're going back to the hotel bar or whatever. But you could kind of tell that people were, like, grouped up. Yeah. So was it more difficult for you the first night as a single, like, being there by yourself? Absolutely. Or was it difficult the second night as well? I would say the first night was harder. Really? Than the than the second night. The second night was more, it was less mingly, but there were more people that I had like known at that point, mm-hmm. and it was easier to talk. Well, I mean, I'm sure that the people that you had talked to the first night, you said that you kind of hung out with the second, the same people the second night. Um, so they kind of knew that I wasn't there. Yes. And, and, um, and it gave me more time to like talk about us and our relationship and where we're at and what we like and. So like we, I definitely met a few couples that were like, we'd really like to meet your partner. We'd really like to meet Matt. You know, let's mm-hmm. kind of work this out. Let's connect some way. So that was really good. Yeah. So what would you say was your number one struggle going by yourself? Well, if you had to tell our listeners what the number one struggle that you faced going to that event. Mm. I think the biggest struggle for me personally, was probably dealing with missing you. It didn't have anything to do with the people because once I, if I started talking to somebody and like explain to them, I am partnered, 
you know, let me, and then I would talk about Matt and I would maybe show them a picture or whatever. Um, then it wasn't very difficult. And I didn't have very many people that pushed those boundaries that I have. But for me, it was just really the idea that I was doing something without you that we normally do together and missing being connected to you that way. That was by far the hardest part for me. So let me ask you this. If you had the option to going to the event completely by yourself, without our friends going with you, without anybody, like maybe you knew people there, would you go by yourself? I don't think I would. After this yeah. last one, I don't think so, because I really fell back on my network, my my people, you know, like my, uh-huh. my group. And I felt safer. I felt connected. I felt they all know you. They all know what a wonderful, amazing person you are. And they all missed you the same way I did. Like our, our quad that I went with and then our other couple friends that were there. I don't know that I could go to an event where I don't really know anyone and or maybe only know someone casually and then have the same kind of experience that I had. I don't think I'd want to. Maybe I'm just too much of a relationship person. Well, well, I could see that certainly. So now as a woman, is there any advice that you could give a single woman who wanted to go to a lifestyle, uh, to a lifestyle event by herself? Yes, actually I have several things I could give them. First of all, if they're giving out wristbands, decide if you want to be designated as a single person or if you want a couple's wristband. This particular event gave me a single person's wristband the first night. And the next day I went to them and said that I wanted a couple wristband because I wasn't technically there as unicorn. And I kept getting approached on the first night and that made me really uncomfortable. I didn't like it. So I would say decide how you want to present yourself and then make sure that that's the foot that you put forward. Um, Another thing that I would caution is it's better to know somebody there or make friends with the host. If you're a single woman going alone, I would make friends with the hosts because they're going to be the person that you want to talk to if there's a problem. Not that I've ever really heard of a problem or seen a problem at these events, but there's a first time for everything. So safety is important and personal safety, as Matt would tell you, is critical. So I would definitely watch for that. And the last thing I would say is just for your own personal level of comfort and boundaries, just watch your alcohol intake because it's easy to have a couple glasses of wine too much and then you end up in situations that you maybe didn't want to be in. And I know that Matt has, <laughs> there was a, I'm thinking of a particular event where there was a single lady there and she had had a lot to drink and she was very sad and upset and um, it ended up sitting in Matt's lap crying <laughs> for a while. And uh, I would not, I don't think she wanted to be there. And I wouldn't think that anyone would want to be there. And so I would caution that. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I want to speak briefly on one other topic, and, and that is women. Um, if I can speak to you, is to bring your own protection. Oh, that's a good um, one. Bring your own condoms mm-hmm. because there are gentlemen who will not bring them and expect you to play without protection. Yes, absolutely. And it's, and it's insane to think that even, but especially at this day and age. Um, yes, I, 
just briefly, the, the, the lady that Julie was referencing, uh, she did. She sat in my lap for quite a while and cried, and I tried to console her as best as I possibly could. And she ended up getting a ride home with someone else, and I have spoken with her since, and she is okay. She is safe, and, and she got home safely which is a wonderful thing um she just had uh, a rough night and i'm glad that i could be there for her i know we both were worried about her though when she left we both were concerned so that's why i say i would caution to to watch your she was i mean you could tell she definitely had had quite a bit and just watch you know yeah i mean that goes for couples and singles Mm -hmm. um you know, I mean, these events, you can certainly get um, caught up in the moment and end up drinking too much. And, you know, that's happened to both Julie and I before in the past. And, you know, it's just kind of a lesson learned, a life lesson going to these events. I mean, they're a lot of fun and they can, but you can certainly get, you know, we've been very fortunate that we, we haven't gotten to the point where we don't remember things that have happened or gotten to the point where we were like, mm, I, I remember something happening, but I don't remember exactly what happened. And we've been very fortunate that. So we should, we want to caution our listeners. If you go to an event that, you know, it's very easy to get carried away. Yes, it is. It really is. It's, it's, it's a, totally different experience than than what you're expecting so just be cautious and be safe so yes that's a that's always the best policy for everyone so i i want to ask you julie so when you spoke about a single lady going to an event do you have any advice for any of single guys who attend these events that's a tough one Oh my goodness, Matt. That's a curveball, baby. <laughs> I I don't know. I guess, I mean, I, there were a few single guys and they seemed to be doing good. I would say just don't be too overly aggressive, you know, but I, I don't have much there. I would want, oh, so if I met a single guy at this event, I would want him to be not terribly aggressive and to be a gentleman and to be charismatic and to definitely keep my safety and his safety in mind if I were going to play um, and to not overdo it on alcohol and don't be a jerk. So I would keep those things in mind as those are not maybe good pieces of advice for like in that role. But if as a participant looking at a single guy, that's what I would be looking for. I see. Does that help? I hope it helps our listeners. I mean, mean, I think that there are single gentlemen in the lifestyle that want to be involved in the lifestyle, but I can't imagine being a single guy and trying to get into the the lifestyle. It would be hard. Maybe we should take them under our wings, Matt. We could, we got room. Do we? I can make a little room. Do you want single guys? We can make, there's, it's a big bed, baby. We can make some room. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> more for your more for your pleasure, right? Well, you know, I mean, if they're there, it, you know, it'd be a shame not to. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> oh my goodness, Matthew. 
Well, that is, I think, everything that we had to talk about with going without your partner. And what does it come down to? Most importantly, every single time, honesty. Exactly. Honesty and communication. That is what will carry you through. Yep. So talk to your partner and talk to your partner again. Exactly. Until next time. I'm Julie. And I'm Matt. Thank you for listening to American Polly. If you enjoy this podcast, please like and subscribe. And you can also support us on our website at American-Polly.com.